Welcome to Make a Difference, Mama. This is Cindy Stallnecker. I didn't get to meet with you last week because my daughter had surgery, and um, she's doing fine now, and it was nothing too major, but she required a lot of uh, extra time. So I'm glad to be able to talk with you today, and I wanted to talk with you about fear. And this is really the first part of a story in my life, and so we can just call this part one. But I mentioned before that I have had uh, many different health issues, and so this first one um, is is talking about fear. But I, it, we learn later in the story that I that I had a brain tumor, and so the rest of the story is how we deal with that. But the first part of the story definitely has to deal with fear. And I think it's important, especially nowadays, to understand that fear comes from Satan. And fear is our enemy, and we need to combat it. We need to fight against it and with all our might. And Jesus is the one who can help us do that. So this story starts in the year 2000. Um, My daughter is, I'm sorry, 2001. My daughter is about 18 months old. And I started having some very weird uh, muscle twitches um, different things. I couldn't, uh, w- muscle weakness. I couldn't do certain things. So I went to see the doctor and they did a couple tests and said, well, we don't really know what's going on, but let's just, let's just watch it. Keep an eye out on it. So, uh, a couple weeks later, I was actually driving home, had my daughter in the car with me and my eyes crossed and I had to hold my hand over one eye so I could see out of the other to drive home. Now, I'm telling you, I was very scared, and thankfully it was only a few more miles until I was home, but my eyes stayed crossed for, oh, probably a a good hour or so, and so I I called the doctor when I got home, and they said, okay, we're going to get you scheduled for an MRI immediately of the brain, and basically what they were testing for was uh, multiple sclerosis. So, about a week later, I had an appointment to get an MRI. Of course, I had to get a babysitter for Emma. And um, I don't know if anyone's ever had an MRI of a, of their brain before. So let me just um, tell you a little bit about what happens. <laughs> I had no idea what to expect. And I guess I should have asked some questions before I got there. But, of course, the big MRI machine is like a tube. And they lay you down and and push you in but when they're doing an MRI of the brain they put this little helmet thing on you and you're supposed to have some of them have a little mirror where you can see out and you can see your feet and you can see the rest of the room this one the mirror didn't work and so for my very first MRI ever they put this helmet on me I could not see anything and they wheel me in to the MRI machine and push me in the tube and I immediately get claustrophobic and I start yelling, hey, no, let me out, stop. And the nurse comes in, what's wrong, what's wrong? I said, I, I cannot do this. The, this is just too close. I, I, don't, I can't do this. She said, well, we're going to have to reschedule it then because we can't do it now because you have to get sedated and I can't wait on you to, for the sedation to work. And I was like, oh, okay, don't have time for that. I have to get this done now. I've got a babysitter. I drove to another town to get the MRI. And then all of a sudden, I remembered a Bible verse that my mother had on the refrigerator when I was little. And I can still see the little sign. It had a picture of an eagle, and it had a mountain and a tree. And it was 2 Timothy 1.7. 
For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Now, I can tell you, as a child, I looked at that refrigerator and that sign many, many times, and just over and over. And I didn't realize that I was memorizing it, but that's exactly what I was doing. But I hadn't thought about that verse in years. So, God brings to mind what you need from His Word when you allow him to. So I was very thankful, first of all, that my mother had put that verse on the refrigerator, and second of all, that God brought it to my mind. So I said, okay, we're going to try this one more time. And I just repeated that in my mind for hmm, probably 30 minutes or so. For God has not given Cindy a spirit of fear. God has given Cindy power. God has given, given Cindy love. God has given Cindy a sound mind. And Cindy, fear is not a sound mind and you have to get through this and you have to get over this because God has not given you a spirit of fear fears from Satan and I just kept talking about it and telling myself that in my brain and I finally got through that MRI now as I mentioned before when the results came back they did find that I had a a brain tumor in my cerebellum so there's a whole other story that goes along with that and we will talk about that later but before I had surgery, there were um, some things that I did and some things that I learned that I want to share with you right now. One of the things that I did was I, a friend reminded me of Psalms 91. And it's a beautiful psalm about God's protection. My, my favorite verse is Psalms uh, 91.4. Um, God will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. And that was a beautiful picture uh, about how God takes care of us, and I kind of imagined him being a, a mother bird, and I was the baby, and he would wrap me in his wings, and I would be safe, and it would be raining, but I would be safe under his uh, under his wings. So, um, one of the important things that I did was memorization, and I memorized the whole chapter, Psalms ninety one, and you know I was thirty. 31 something like that and it's not quite as easy when you're when you're older let me tell you but it was definitely worth it so I'm going to skip to the end here and next time I will talk about um, what happened next but after brain tumor surgery um, I still had a lot of fear the doctors had told me that it would return and so Every time I had a, a weird headache, every time I had a dizzy spell, every time my, my my hand dropped something, I would wonder, oh, is my brain tumor back? I have to get this checked out. And I would just be so obsessed with it that I had several MRIs there in the first few months after the surgery because all I could think about was the brain tumor coming back. And I would get all worked up and I could not focus on anything else. I would just walk around the house and I would be very fearful. And finally, I just decided, this is stupid. This is dumb. What am I doing to myself? I am not good for anyone. I'm not taking care of my child. I'm not taking care of my family. I'm not serving anyone but my own self and my own selfish fears. And someone said something to me one time and he said, Satan is not creative. He uses the same spot, the same sore spot, and he keeps poking at it over and over and over again because he knows it works. He doesn't 
think of, oh, this is brilliant. I'll move on to this. He finds something that we're already logically going to be afraid about or going to be worried about. And he creates this whole backstory and he creates this whole thing in our mind and it grows and grows and grows and Satan is just thrilled with himself. Okay. So I decided I was not going to play Satan's game anymore. So I kind of have this thing now and here it is, you know, 20 years later that I wait a few days. I do some things. I don't panic if I still have a weird headache and it's day number four and, you know, I'm seeing spots or something, then I'll go to the doctor. But I've made some boundaries for myself to kind of help with the fear. But I remember watching a show one time about this lady who who fell through uh, a roof, actually, um, from the, she was stuck somewhere and no one could find her. Uh, for for a day. She was there for several hours. And so she couldn't go on with her life because she was just so afraid. Uh, what if this happens again? She was afraid to ever go on the second floor. She was afraid to ever be by herself in the house. She always had to have people who knew where she was and everything. And, and so the therapist said, so what if this happens again? And she said, um, well, I guess I'll do what I did before. I will uh, wait, and I will call out for help, and I will try to crawl, you know, to where someone can get me. And he was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Oh." So I I internalized that, and I thought, "How does that help me?" Because I know that during my brain tumor surgery and recovery and all that, um, uh, I knew that God was with me. I knew that He took care of my family. I knew that He provided all my needs. And so what will I know if this happens again? I know he will do those things again because he did it before. I know God will be with me again. I know he will take care of my family again. And I know he will provide for my needs again because he already proved he could do it. And none of that I knew before I had a brain tumor. Okay, so you're thinking, how does this help me? What do I do if I am afraid. So here's several things I want you to think about. Just saying the name of Jesus. Satan doesn't like that. Satan has to flee. It is powerful to say the name of Jesus. It makes you feel better. It makes Satan get away from you. When you cry out, Jesus, help me. He will be there. He will help you. You can also pray. You can ask other people to pray for you. You can say, hey, friend, I am having this issue. I am so fearful about this thing all the time. Can you just partner with me and pray about it with me? And, you you know, check in with me every once in a while. So that is also helpful. The other thing I mentioned before was memorize scripture. Quote scripture. If you feel like Satan is attacking you, uh, if you can't think of anything, get out the Bible, start reading it. But hopefully you can memorize some things and start quoting God's word to Satan, to yourself, out loud. It'll make you feel better. The other thing, play some praise music. Stop thinking about that fear. Satan cannot stand. The demons cannot be in the room when you're praising God. They flee. So play some praise music. Praise Jesus. You will feel much better. You know, also something simple that helps is to take a deep breath. 
I was helping my daughter through some of her post-surgery, I don't know, complications is not the right word, but um, she was fearful that the pain would come back. And so I could tell she was just tensing up. And I said, Emma, breathe. Take a deep breath. And so she did that. She took a couple of deep breaths, and it doesn't completely solve the situation, but it helps your body to relax. And it sounds so simple, but take a deep breath and say the name of Jesus and do the other things, and it's going to work. And the last thing I want you to remember is that when you are fearful, remember what God has done for you in the past. Just like I said a few minutes ago, uh, I was fearful that if I had another brain tumor, what would happen? Well, what would happen is that God would take care of me. And he proved that to me. And he's not going to bring you here and leave you. So remember that God has taken care of you in the past and that he will do it again. So how can we make a difference in our family with this, Mama? We need to teach our kids how to handle their fear. Because right now, I'm telling you, all this past year, the news has been peddling fear to your family and to you and to your children. If they go to school, there is fear handed out to them because, oh, you have to do this or you or you might get COVID. Oh, you have to do this or you might get sick or you might get someone else sick. Well, yes, those are real issues. We have to learn to handle the information and not let fear control our life. So we do that by modeling it and we do that by sharing ways for our children to handle fear. Just the same way we handle fear. Turn on the praise music, say in the name of Jesus, pray about it, take a deep breath. So when you or your child or your husband are feeling afraid, remember these things. And and Satan is the author of fear. It tells us right here, God does not give us a spirit of fear in 2 Timothy. It's from Satan. And so we need to recognize that and we need to fight it. So make a difference this week, Mama, and help your children and your family fight the fear.